Welcome to the Embody Your Design podcast. I am your host, Amy May, 6'3 Emotional Manifesting Generator. I am obsessed with human design and mindset tools and using them to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. My goal with this podcast is to bring you human design and share stories around how you too can begin to embody your human design. What is talked about in this podcast are the thoughts and opinions of me and my guests. I'm always welcome to feedback should you have any. Thank you for being here and let's dive in as we embody our human design one conversation at a time. Oh my gosh, I am excited for you guys to listen to this episode. This is the first time I'm interviewing a male for for this Embody Your Design podcast. I think so often um, when you primarily work with like women or maybe um, like non-binary and it's it's like pretty rare to, you know, converse and... um, talk to somebody in in a different gender. So um, I'm excited about this interview. I'm interviewing Ken. Uh, we met and connected through a um, business program together. And like human design can change like anyone's life. It can change how you how you run your business, how you live your life and everything. So in this episode, we do, we talk a lot about um, launching and how to use human design in your business and the things that um, Ken has learned through um, the work that he has done with human design. So I'm excited for you guys to listen. So here is the episode for you guys. All right, you guys, I am so excited to do this interview with Ken. We connected over um, a business program called Business by Design with James Wedmore, and we started talking about like human design and nerding out and all that, all this fun stuff. And then uh, when I wanted to start this podcast and get it going, like I got Kismet came, (laughs) we connected again, and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to have him on and talk about, you know, all the things that he's been doing with his human design and his business. He is a a launch strategist. And so, of course, I'm like super curious about how uh, other Manny Gens use their human design in their business and how it specifically works because we we love freedom and everything. So, uh, Ken, why don't you introduce yourself and what you do to to the audience? Yeah, sure. Um, Yeah, my name is Ken Westgar. I'm from Norway. So I live there with my wife and two kids and we actually have three cats. So it's quite a full house. (laughs) But uh, I help um, coaches and course creators uh, launch their online courses or the programs that they um, have. And um, we help them do that by, you know, make sure that the launches are aligned. We make sure that they take care of the energy. We work on the messaging and offer all that normal stuff, obviously. But I also like to, or in the future, I'm not quite there, but I do like to incorporate the human design aspect of it because I think that could really, really help you launch the way you should be launching. Um, because I'm working on a online course, which is going to be called, called Launching by Design. So I think human design could be a really good thing to kind of incorporate into that. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm definitely like all for that. And just really getting, because we are all so unique and 
what I found like the struggle with me is like, you know, getting into a business program and going like, uh, like none of this feels good to me. Like, no, like, and it's not that it's, uh, it's, there's a difference between that uncomfortable feeling like, oh, I'm trying something new. Like, let me, you know, let me be a little wobbly to like, no, this, like, this feels sleazy. This feels, this feels just wrong. And so many people as business owners don't know about human design and that we're all so unique and that there is that like difference between this is uncomfortable. I'm going to try something new versus like, no, this is unaligned for me. Like this is the wrong, like, program or strategy for me Mm -hmm. so um like what what led you to uh wanting to incorporate you know it as like a launch strategist because like strategy that's like where a lot of the you know one size fits all kind of mentality comes in so what led you to like expanding that a little bit and wanting to incorporate human design well First of all, just learning about human design obviously triggered all of that um, because I did notice that once I did a human design reading, that everything that I thought was wrong with me, you know, in air quotes, um, obviously was not wrong with me. That's just who I was and who I was designed to be. And suddenly everything was, hmm, it's okay to be who I am. And that kind of started the whole whole thing because then I kind of realized that you know, we see people talk about how you should be launching. And then, you know, you have everybody saying, oh, you need to do a webinar. You need to do a challenge. You need to do this. You need to do that. And obviously people get affected by that and they think that they have to do it a certain way, which is kind of not true because we all want to do do it differently. And um, obviously everyone's saying that you need to do this, you need to do that. They're right in a sense, you know, uh, webinar does work. Uh, Challenges does work all of the things that they're telling you, they do work, but that doesn't mean that that's what you're supposed to do because it could be that, like you said, you know, one thing is it might feel uncomfortable to do a webinar, but it's another thing that if it's totally out of alignment, you really just feel like this is draining your energy and you're not performing at your best, then obviously that's not a good fit for you. Then you should be doing something else. That's kind of how it all started. I started to see that, you know, we can do things the way that we want to do instead of trying to do what everyone else is telling us to do. Yeah. And, you know, that's one of the things I love about, you know, working with human design trained coaches, like not necessarily people who are like, oh, I'm teaching you the human design system. But one of my one of my like musts for anybody I work with from now on is like people who do understand like human design and understand that like it is not a one size fits all and I do see like that's one of the things I love about business by design there's like so many different like strategies available and you Mm -hmm. are guided to you know pick the one that like feels really good or like excites you or whatever that like criteria is and um, and I feel like there's not a lot of programs and like coaches out there that do that kind of a thing. Um, yeah. yeah. So when you got like your human design reading, like what was one of the most like mind blowing things that you learned about yourself, like through your design? (laughs) That's a great question. Um, I think all of the things that I learned was like, in a sense, it was all eye opening because 
it just realized that everything that I thought, not 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 necessarily was wrong with me, but just realizing that everything she asked me, you know, has you have you experienced this? Does this sound familiar? It's like yeah, 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 <laughs> like to pretty much everything that she mentioned, and it's like yeah, but that's because that's the way you're supposed to you know do these things, and I, I just in general, I think it was just. My, thing that I could accept that everything that I was doing was the right way to kind of do it but I just felt like it guided me into becoming even more uh using my human design even more in a sense that um I was really able to out the reading I did by the way it was more focused on the business side so it was more focused on how I could run my business the best way that I could and a lot of the things that came up was you know things around coaching and how I was a good person to do coaching because I could connect with people in a different way. And I could tell people if they were doing things wrong without, you know, hurting their feelings or anything like that. But yeah, just small things like that and how I should be working instead of trying to, you know, push myself um, all the time and setting firm deadlines was not my thing. It was more like, okay, maybe I want to get this done by the end of September. And that's, that's okay. You don't really need that dead hard or hard deadline. So a lot of these small things that really just yeah summed it all up yeah and um I found that too like when I learned like my human design and I was like oh my gosh I'm not meant to like restrict and Mm -hmm. I'm meant to be like free and like you know I I don't give myself a title or like I give myself a title but I give myself that freedom to like change it or adapt it like whenever Never, I feel like it, <laughs> you yeah. know, as long as like, as soon as it doesn't feel good anymore, like I allow myself to shift and adapt. And I think uh, as anybody who has either the manifestors or manifesting generators, like that is just so incredibly important to keep in mind, uh, in mind with your business is just to give yourself that freedom, that permission to be who you're meant to be instead of mm-hmm. what somebody else like tells you um, yeah. that you're supposed to be. Um, so I know you mentioned like beginning to use like human design in your, uh, like launching business. Like what are some of the things that, um, like, how would you recommend like, like using your human design, like when, you know, trying to plan out like a launch for like, you know, whatever you're trying to launch, like a course, a program coaching and and any of the above. Yeah. Um, well, it's like kind of what we already talked about, but you know, just being able to kind of design your own launch. That's kind of the whole concept that you just pick the things that you feel is right for you to do. I don't want to put focus on, you know, you need to do a webinar. That's the only way to launch or you need to do a challenge. That's the only way to launch because, you know, some people love to do a webinar and they love just that simple format. It's no classic that people know about. It works, you know, but then you have other people who would love to do a challenge because it, creates that engagement you get people in a Facebook group maybe or something like that and people get quick wins and you know so there's a lot of engagement from the the audience and people might get excited about that but then you have other people who really don't want to be on camera and nothing like that so they just want to do email and we all know that email is definitely not dead still and you know you can still launch just by doing email so I want to just make sure that people understand that they can launch in any way they can want to and they just need to figure out what that is. And obviously you need to maybe test a few things, try out, you know, a few things just to f- figure out, you know, what is it that works for me and how it kind of feels. But 
at the same time, we need to challenge ourselves a little bit. We need to go outside that comfort zone. We don't want to get too comfortable, obviously, because there's a difference between being uncomfortable and being, you know, afraid of doing things or just not feeling aligned with it. So we want to make sure that we, you know, check in with that intuition and the energy that we're giving out when we're doing stuff. So yeah, I just want to make sure that people understand that they can launch in any way they can or want to. So, and that's kind of where human design also comes in, I think, because then it will tell you how you should be, maybe do a launch. Um, I haven't really figured this out yet, but it just was an idea that I thought this sounds so great because I'll, I love doing my reading and it really made me understand that I can do things a certain way. And um, yeah, I think that can help a lot of other people too, to do a launch the way they want to without feeling drained from it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's so many different places where uh, we can look at to really determine or, or I guess like, like contemplate or like look at because everybody's unique but um Mm -hmm. one of the things that came to mind was like looking at the human design like profiles um and especially like I'm a six three and um like with that three and it's like a lot of three line energy especially in the beginning the beginning parts and like I'm still young so I'm very much heavily into three so it's like I need to try everything I need to try like each kind of launch before I really truly know what is actually aligned for me it's like someone can explain it to me and I'm like oh maybe I don't know let's see (laughs) and then like I try and I'm like ew no 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 this does not feel right like for me like a like a challenge launch like anything more than a day I did that for one of my first launches and I was like no I can't like I can't bring that fire anymore Um, Mm -hmm. it's like very I need like a very like short launch period. Um, but right now I'm trying like an email launch and it's, it's very interesting. I, I, I kind of like it, but I'm not, we'll see how it goes. But, um, it, it is like, it, like looking at like the profiles, like the three line, like they need to do it. Like, and so giving Mm -hmm. people that permission to actually like, okay, let me experience this, like this type of launch before I like make a decision. Um, and, yeah, like giving people that permission to, um, to do that and that freedom and holding space for them, I think is so important. Um, have you like, did you like look into your human design profile? Like when you did the, the reading with your person, like, and how has that like impacted you? Um, I did some searching, but I quickly realized that, you know, human design is such a big rabbit hole. So <laughs> I quickly realized that, you know, I think I maybe need to hire someone just to kind of do a reading for me to explain to me what it, what this should look like. Because, um, yeah, I think you can get really lost into this if you don't know really what to look for and, um, you know, what you should get out of it. Because what I got out of the reading is very specific for me and not just, you know, the uh, the authority and, you know, the profile and all that simple stuff I would like to call it even though it's not simple but that's like the first things that you look at but then you kind of look at the um you know the chart with the um channels and all that stuff and that's mm-hmm. kind of where you can easily get lost and I think that was really helpful to just get a reading to have somebody to just explain it all to me and to me specifically because it's, it's like you said you know it's it's unique to every single one of us even though there's might be some parallels obviously but um yeah yeah, no, I, I agree. Like there's, 
you know, I, I've learned like as I've been doing readings for people and like teaching programs and everything that it can't all be summed up in like a 60 minute call. <laughs> it's like, no, yeah. I like half the time, like it, it, if I'm spending time actually coaching and not talking at people, um, I in a 60 minute call, like I can barely get through like the type and the authority and all the centers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that's why I incorporate, like I do, uh, like a written reading and dive more into everything and then, you know, have a follow-up like call. So that way we can spend more time like coaching and like, okay, here's where maybe some shadow work and like some things where you might be out of alignment that, you know, the person like looks at ahead of time instead of me just like talking at them and (laughs) people's like eyes like glaze over like, oh my gosh, this is so much information. Um, Yeah. And there's so many there's so many different places to look at, like with running your business by human design. Um, And something that we don't always talk about is, you know, for manifesting generators. So, you know, I brought this up before, but like this need for freedom, this need uh, to like, we move fast and Mm -hmm. giving us that permission to like move quickly. Um, I know some manifesting generators who literally launch a new program like every single month and they do great. They love it. And then there's other of us who like need that like lengthy uh, rest, you know, rest and recuperation period. Um, So when you like, got your reading and like dove into your human design like what are what were some changes that you made to your business in order to you know begin creating your business more in alignment well definitely you know accepting that I tend to not finish things because I thought that was like something okay what's wrong with me why can't I just finish something here and just accepting that, you know, okay, well, this is a part of who you are, you know, you don't tend to finish thing and that's okay. You just move on to the next thing and just keep doing that because that's, that's how you work basically. So I'm not so hung up on anymore that I don't necessarily finish the things, but I obviously need to look for, you know, am I not finishing it because I'm afraid of following through or is it because I don't like it anymore? So obviously need to take a minute, just kind of think those things over. Um, and another thing is that um, I need to think about things before I make a decision as well. So I don't kind of, because I can tend to just, oh, I love this one, and j- just jump right in on it. But uh, I realize now that I need to take a minute maybe, or not just a minute, but sleep on it uh, and then come back to it another day and just take a look. Okay, still does this still feel right? Is it still exciting? Then yes, okay, go ahead with it. If not, just kind of let it go. Um, so just small things like that has really helped me a lot just to continue moving forward instead of, you know, beating myself up for not moving forward, I guess. Yeah, I love that. And yeah, that, uh, taking time to make decisions, uh, that's like the emotional authority, like Mm -hmm. everybody with emotional authority, uh, give yourself permission to sleep on it and check back in on the next day to see how you're feeling the next day after doing something. Um, and like that has been like really key for me too, is just giving myself that permission to, uh, like sleep on it, see how I feel the next day, or even like changing my mind, like mm-hmm. working with that sacral sometimes, like something is a yes in that moment, but then, 
you know, a few weeks later, it's like, no, it's not right anymore. (laughs) And so just like backing away from that. um, I know, like I noticed you said, like, okay, you tend not to finish things like me too. Um, (laughs) Like as a business owner, sometimes you need to finish things. So how do you, um, do you have like, a support system in place to help you like finish those finish those things that like need to get finished in your business um well not entirely but i do have uh like the podcast that i'm doing um i realized that you know i don't want to be stuck doing all the editing and all that stuff that kind of comes after you recorded the podcast so i quickly realized i need to hire someone to do that for me so i have a podcast va who basically takes care of everything that's happening behind the scenes before you get you know released so that is something that has really helped me a lot and I think you know if we're working on something then and I can't finish it because there's something getting in the way then obviously that is something that you can look at it a, this is something that I can outsource to somebody else to kind of finish it and take care of it for me and I think that's really important that we take a look at that because like I said you know even though you don't finish it sometimes it needs to be finished and well, outsourcing can be a good way to finish what you started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree with that. And yeah, one of the things, uh, like sometimes I outsource, uh, but sometimes it's like, yeah, I got I've got the defined ego, so I just like, all right, I'm gonna get it done, <laughs> even though I don't want to, uh, kind of a thing. And mm-hmm. um, it's interesting to work with because I think a lot of us we we feel shame around like, oh my gosh, I didn't finish this or I got to be the one to finish this. And like, this didn't get done. And like, oh my gosh, I feel so guilty and everything. And I think just know, being aware of like, we're bed to be a little bit more like initiating, like with that manifesting mm-hmm. energy. And while sometimes we do have the energy to bring everything to completion, like, we are part of our purpose is to just bring things forth into the collective and then it's other people's jobs to like support us and like finish those tasks so um, Mm -hmm. I love what you said about like outsourcing I think that is uh, that's so that's so important to do and it's uh, yeah it's something I'm doing more and more and more Um, so with human design like what so like, let's say somebody's a business owner, like they're, they're struggling. They're like, you know, they're not where they're at with their business. Like where, where do you think like people should look at like, uh, like within their human design? Like, I know you're not like an expert. You've had, you've had like a it. reading done and everything, yeah. but like, is there anything um, that you know, at least like that has been like helpful for you that would be like helpful for other people as to like where to like look to get some answers. Uh, get some answers in terms of. Oh, like it, like they're they're not feeling like aligned in their business and like some like they're not uh, whether they're not making any sales in their business or maybe like they're not at the level that they want to be. Mm, yeah. Um, for me, it has been a lot to just kind of listen to my gut feeling that the intuition, um, because in my case, I'm really in tune with that. So if I listen to it, it will benefit me a lot. It will help me to kind of move and stare in the right direction. 
Uh, obviously, that's not for everyone, but at least it is for me. So that's definitely something I recommend. Um, and I think when we're in business, we do work a lot of on things like messaging and stuff like that, which is really foundational for all the work that we're going to put out there in terms of, you know, video, sales pages, emails, social media, everything. And what I've learned with that is that that takes time. So even though you might not feel like everything is just aligned right away, you will still get those aha moments or those peaks that just you really get excited about it because you feel like you're constantly moving in the right direction and you keep getting closer and closer to that right message, that purpose that you really are working towards. And um, for me, that has been like a really long journey. I think I've been (laughs) for a couple of years now, it feels like, but I just know that I'm continuously keep getting closer and closer. And recently I feel like I've, I'm so, so extremely close because I wanted to incorporate everything about launching and now I realize that I want to do that with, you know, talking about energy, talking about human design, talking about alignment, because I think that's kind of the new way that we're moving into versus, you know, the old uh, marketing tactics and strategies that we've been using for years. But, you know, since COVID, people have kind of become more aware of uh, all of that, you know, being in touch with the feelings and energy and all that stuff. And um, I think we're seeing a whole new um, race or not race. Um, new uh, breed of entrepreneurs which are more heart-centered and um, so I think this is more aligned with you know how we're moving forward in the future yeah definitely and like yeah you brought up messaging and this shift from this like strategy very like strategy and I see it in terms of more like masculine, like very structured yep. way of running business to more of like a, like a feminine flow and like working with like energetics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, besides like, you know, learning a little bit more about human design, like what else have you like worked in, in terms of like energetics and like, and maybe a little bit more of like the feeling, like how have you like added that into your business? Um, well, like I said, you know, it's a lot about intuition, but it's also about, it has a lot to do with, you know, incorporating the human design, because like I said, you know, I need to think about things maybe for a day or two before I move forward with stuff, because I get a lot of new ideas. I always want to keep moving forward. We move fast, like you said, you know, so sometimes I just need to stop myself and just let things sink in a little bit and just check in with myself. It does this feel right you know, and that has a lot to do with energy. And I think also when we are launching, we do want to show up with that right energy. So we want to make sure that we are following, you know, our path and doing the things that feels right for us. Because if we show up on launch and we're not in alignment, we don't do the things that we want to do. Uh, we try to do what somebody else told, so told us to do. Well, then you're going to show up with the energy of a bad energy, a low vibe energy. And I think people are going to pick up on that, no matter if it's on camera, if it's in person, because it's like this invisible language that we're speaking and we're not even aware of it, but subconsciously your audience will pick up on it and they're going to be backing out and it's like, no, this doesn't feel right. It's not for me. But on the other hand, if you are launching with right energy and high energy, you're going to be excited and people are going to just come storming to you. And it's like, oh, this is great. I love it. They get excited too, you know? So this I think energy is so important, even though we don't really 
think about it and we might not even be aware of it, but that's kind of where everything kind of comes together if you start picking out the launch that you want to do and design it by yourself. Oh yeah, I love that. Like, so when you're launching, what are some things that you do to like manage your energy so that you're not, uh, I hear, you know, a lot of people tend to get like burnt out in their launches and like, they're like tired and like stressed and like anxious. Like, what are some things that you do to manage your energy during like your launches so that they feel like really good for you? Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, reframing your thoughts, I think is like really important. Um, whenever you get a negative thought or start spiraling down something negative, it's important to just kind of stop, take a minute, reframe it. How can this be a positive thing? How can this be a you know, good thing? Because we tend to see problems instead of opportunities and everything is basically an opportunity. You just need to shift how you see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably one of the most important things. But besides that, I really think that it's important that we uh, just ha- basic self-care because when we launch, we get in this launch mode, you know, we get this blinders on and people tend to forget the simplest things, you know, uh, they don't eat the right food. They don't get enough sleep. You know, they don't get out and exercise or move at all. Just being in front of the people, staying up late, uh, working on emails and webinar slides. And we just go crazy because we don't plan out. We don't make time to make sure that we have everything set up before we do the launch and that's when things get really crazy and you really don't have energy to just kind of show up in your launch if you have to deal with everything else during the launch so just taking basic care of yourself and make sure that you have planned out everything in advance so that you don't really have to do a lot of things when you do when you do come to the launch um because then you just want to show up for your audience and just be present that's all everything else should be done by then yeah oh yeah for sure um like i worked for i worked for another business owner for like a little a brief period of time and i did a launch with her and it was just like all of a sudden it was like during this launch week it was like oh my gosh stretch like you need to like reply to every single comment on and every single post in like the in the group and like make sure everybody feels it and it was like Ooh, <laughs> I didn't like being in that. I did not like being in that energy. And, uh, and so like really making sure that like, number one, like trusting that everything is going to work out the way that it's going to work out. And, mm-hmm. uh, and really like, yeah, that self-care is so important and like, not just not putting additional stressors on yourself. Cause like, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not talking about you should go on a diet and go run a marathon. I'm just taking simple, basic self-care. Just get a bed a little bit earlier and maybe sleep in a little bit more if you need to, whatever, but just make sure you get enough sleep. You know, drink a little bit of water instead of um, drinking soda all the time, maybe. Yeah, just simple things. Just uh, make a few few changes. Yeah, exactly. And And not like putting so much stress to like, that you have to connect with every single person and, Absolutely. Uh, and, and, you know, like all this stress, like, oh my gosh, I have to be around all the time. Like, what if somebody has a question and, and all this stuff, like just really like grounding yourself and trusting that the right people are going to come and all the mm-hmm. questions are going to be answered. I think like that, like to expand on what you shared, like, I think that is also just really important to keep in mind with, you know, launching and having it like feel good. And 
Mm-hmm. I loved how you talk about preparing everything in advance. Like I'm not so good at that. So it's like, that's <laughs> something I'm, you know, beginning to embody more and more is like, okay, if I like, when I have the, t- when I have like the energetic space, like prepare everything ahead of time, then when it comes to when I'm actually launching it, it's like, oh, this is like actually easy. Mm-hmm. Like I can just, you know, sit back and show up and, and be in my highest energy versus mm-hmm. like, you know, stressing out over creating. If I decide to create slides, it's really, that's one of my like <laughs> sacral, like, I don't know if I want to right now, but maybe I will later. Like, and, yeah. and, um, and I also give myself permission to uh, not be perfect. Like it's mm. perfectly oh, yeah. fine. That's like, a big one see I I see so many people like just they just show up they don't have slides they just talk and their voices are magnetic and that's perfectly Mm -hmm. okay like not everyone needs all the slides or all the all the little things that we think we need but really it boils down to like what what feels the best for you like what is energetically aligned for you Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah (laughs) And, and just giving yourself time to launch as well I think a lot of people will have a tendency to maybe come up with an idea or just, oh, I want to launch. I want to do it like two weeks from now. And that can be really stressful. I mean, it can be done, but usually if you have that little time, you hopefully have a, like a well-oiled machinery that kind of works for you. So you basically know exactly what needs to be done and it's almost ready from the last time you did it. So you just need to make small tweaks, you know, but if you just put in the work uh, when you do your first launch or second or third um just put in the work to make sure you do properly because then you can just kind of do these small tweaks every single time you don't really have to because you can reuse a lot of the same stuff you used in the previous launch i mean you don't have to be afraid that people have heard it before because people need to hear it multiple times you know Mm -hmm. so and if you do like this annual launch once a year launch then obviously people not even going to remember what you talked about last year so it's not really <laughs> that dangerous to use the same same content over again and over again, but make small tweaks tweaks all the time so that you make sure you're moving forward and making it better and improving it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I love how you talked about like reusing things and yes, like people need to hear things multiple times in order to like for whatever reason and. Um, you know, I, I don't remember who I re- originally learned this from, but like repetition is the mother of all learning. So mm-hmm. like it's the more you repeat something, the more it like sinks in. And um, it also ties into human design, <laughs> like in the digestion. Um, I, I'm guessing you probably have not gone over this, but not, in, no. <laughs> <laughs> in, like in the uh, digestion and the variable, like the areas that are around the head, like there's people who have like an active digestion, which, which just means like repetition is like hugely important. This mm-hmm. is me. And then there's like people who are passive who can like just passively absorb things. And so, uh, like, we don't know who people are, like, when we encounter them. It's not like we're going, like, oh, my gosh, what's your, what's your birth info so I can run your human design chart? <laughs> like, people will think yeah, exactly. you're nuts. Like, <laughs> but it's it's great to keep those things in mind um, and to, just to give you even more permission to, uh, like, show up 
how you're going to show up and not having to like recreate the wheel every single time because there's people who actually literally like need that repetition um, mm -hmm. in order for things to like sink in and for things to like fully process. Um, so yeah. I think that's like so important. And um, if you're not organized in your business, you don't even think to um, repurpose or like reuse things that you've already or that you've already used, especially like things that maybe were like the most successful the first time around. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. If you look back a year ago and look at some of the su most successful stuff that you did, then you can definitely repurpose that a year later, but maybe just make a few tweaks to make it even more better because you're obviously in a new place. Now you've changed uh, your messaging and everything has evolved. So obviously you can make it better now at that point. So just doing that and then repurpose it. Perfect. Yeah. And like, there's so many places, like all these tools that will automatically like give you statistics and analyze like how your post does. Like I use later for my Instagram and it tells me, okay, this was your engagement rate on this post. And mm -hmm. this did like this well. And same with um, like email marketing software too. Like if you're using email, it's like they tell you how many people opened this, what the click rate was and everything. So you can see like what's what performed the best and you yep. can like recycle and reuse. And so um, is that something that you like keep a track of? Like how you decide like when you're going to recycle things or is that just me? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really done that yet, but uh, I definitely will keep a look at it because I, I think so much has changed in a couple of years now that I, I don't think what's what I did a year ago is as relevant as it is now. Um, just in a way of my message and how it's changed over the past year. So, but uh, yeah, absolutely. I would definitely do that once, you know, we're looking back a year from now again, obviously. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I would, yeah, I was having a conversation with somebody else and they're like, why can't we go back to the way it was before like, you know, COVID and everything. I was like, well, things aren't going back to normal. Yeah. Like this is the new normal. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like things aren't going and I and I you know not to get you know political or anything but like I don't necessarily want it to go back because I, I think that there's been some really uh like positive changes that have come about and Absolutely. there's been more of an awakening to like things weren't necessarily uh, things weren't necessarily always like you know sunshiny and bright before I think we've brought more of an awareness to you know our like self-care and our energy and uh and like and a better like sense of community in some ways because mm -hmm. because of everything that's happened and and it's changed like there's been an explosion of like online business owners people you know creating podcasts and doing all these things virtually which I think has just been so expansive and so yeah I agree with you like things maybe from a couple years ago or a year or two ago like the messaging doesn't quite still hit the same but in some like in some ways like some of this stuff like moving forward it definitely will carry mm -hmm. and have like a like a lifelong benefit to everything so yeah <laughs> but so with I'm, I'm like, okay, 
I had a question and then like the words. I know the feeling. (laughs) (laughs) That is so many times myself. I'm like, oh my gosh. But so when it comes to like I, I love like I love chatting like human design and stuff. Like have when in your reading when you like learn things, did you work with like the energy like centers and was there anything that um maybe surprised you about like your energy that you didn't think I don't know that that like you didn't think was like you like for for me it was how um how much like power I have (laughs) um Mm. in in my chart um and how much like like having the, like, I have a defined head in Ajna and like, I didn't, I've always identified as being like undefined and like more airy. I think it's because of my Gemini moon, but um, it's like that kind of surprised me. It's like, oh, that's interesting. Like with the defined head, like I'm supposed to like have all these great questions and everything and I didn't talk in school or ask questions mm-hmm. until I was like in my mid-20s yeah so. <laughs> no actually that that is sounds so familiar right that thing because I was I think I was maybe 16 or 17 that's kind of first when I noticed that I was starting to become a different person like just like you I wasn't talking too much I wasn't like being the focus in the classroom or anything like that i dreaded you know reading out loud in the classroom yeah. um but at, you know at the age of 16 17 i think things started to change i got more open and now i mean things are really different because i used to see myself as an introvert obviously but um you know that doesn't mean that you don't that doesn't mean you're shy or that you don't talk or anything like that it's just you need to preserve your energy mm-hmm. in a different way than the extroverts and that's pretty much what it's all about and that is definitely something that's changed for me. Um, just, um, you know, in terms of, you know, energy, uh, being it, that I am a person with uh, charismatic energy and, you know, I can talk to people and I can listen to people. And I do ask a lot of good questions and I do get some feedback on that as well. When I do my podcast that, I, you know, oh, you have some great questions and, I really didn't see myself as that type of person that, you know, could listen and ask great questions or anything like that, because I feel like I'm just asking simple questions that I can think of off my head, you know, but uh, yeah, people tend to say that, you know, great questions. I love that. I love that. Yeah. No one, no one has ever said that to me (laughs) about my questions. I mean, I stump people sometimes, but I was like, okay, all right, cool. Uh, (laughs) So, um, well, you know, one of a couple of the wrap up questions that I usually ask is like, if somebody is like newer to human design and wanting to use it for their business, like, do you have any uh, like tips on where to go or where to look um, when they're getting like maybe getting started with you like using human design in business? Well, probably like many people said, you know, get that chart read or make sure you know what kind of uh, person you have, what kind of profile you have, uh, authority and all that, um, just to get a basic understanding of what this is all about. Because, um, you know, once you start looking at it, you're going to see that hmm, this sounds a lot like me when you start reading out things. And that's, that's a little bit dangerous, obviously, because you can start getting into the rabbit hole. 
Um, but I do recommend getting a reading from someone. If that's you know, people like you, you know, uh, just get a human design reading from someone who knows this stuff, who can tell you all that you need about you as a person. And like I did, I tied it up to business so I could use it from a business because You can do that for your life in general or whatever that you feel is necessary for you. But uh, that I think just getting that reading is really good for you. Yeah. I I agree too. like getting getting the reading is a good start. And, uh, you know, I like to disclaim like, you know, it, you may be feeling pressure to like go down the rabbit hole, but really like tap into what feels good to you. Like there's literally uh, one of my biggest things is that you can make these huge changes in your life by just simply knowing your uh, like strategy, authority and your signature and non-self theme. And like, Mm -hmm. that's it. And uh, for the first like several months of knowing my human design, uh, that's all I worked with because, and that brought so much more like joy and alignment into my life. And Mm -hmm. so I I think sometimes we, uh, people look at and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. Like, what can I do? And uh, really like it can be like as simple as just a few key things that you can really truly like tap into through like a human design reading session and uh, and then if you decide you want to go further like you can go further you can go as far <laughs> as you want um, yeah. I know people who study it like have studied it like uh like a graduate degree, like program, like that's how intense it can get. Um, I'm not quite there yet, but um, (laughs) like, that's how, that's how deep it can get. And so I feel like you don't need to know it that well in order to make these huge changes in your life. And I I think you would agree with me on that. (laughs) With that, Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not that huge of an investment either to just get that one hour reading. And, um, you know, what I did once I did that, um, reading, I obviously recorded it and then I get it transcribed and then I kind of just went through it and created like this little guide for myself. So I just took out the snippets that I felt like is something that so just to have something to look back at, you know, just keep reminding myself that this is how I should be working or just doing things. And um, yeah, it's, it's valuable for a long time. I mean, if it's just one reading, but like I said, you can go a lot deeper and, you know, get a coach to kind of work things throughout um, your life with this. Yeah, de- like definitely. And it's, and it's up to each individual person. Um, so like if people want to like work with you and like, they're like, oh my gosh, like I'm really struggling with my launch and you know, like what, what can share it is so great. Like how can people get in touch with you uh, if they want to work with you? Yeah. Um, obviously I'm on Instagram, uh, Ken Wesker, and uh, they can just send me a DM there, obviously. And uh, I have a website that's kenwesker.com and hopefully by the end of this September, really soon, I will be launching a mini course, which is all focused on uh, mapping out your launch. <clears throat> so basically, it's a little bit more intense than, you know, the regular just checklist that you usually get from people who teach launching. But it's a full on mini course, 12 lessons that will really help you map out your entire launch so that all you really have to do after this is just create content. And um, that's going to help you a lot. So that's something that's going to be coming out by the end of this September. So by the time this is airing, it's probably out already. 
<laughs> yeah, that, that's like the thing, like, you know, when we record it, then it comes out a little bit later, but yeah, it's so good. But uh, yeah, um, I want to thank you so much for doing this podcast, this interview. I had so much fun uh, chatting with you and everything. So um, I want to thank you. And yeah, yeah. I thank you so much for <laughs> having me on the podcast. I mean, like I said, human design has opened a whole new world for me. And um, hopefully people, more people can open their eyes for human design as well, because it's going to be life-changing for you. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Want to dive even deeper? I invite you to check out my free membership, Embody Your Design. We dive deep into how you can begin to embody your unique human design. Link to join is in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, I would appreciate a review on iTunes. As a special thank you, you can send your screenshot of the review to theamymay at gmail.com and my team will send you a little gift. I also invite you to tag me on Instagram at embodyyourdesignxo with your favorite part of this episode. Thank you again for listening and see you in the next episode.